Awesome. Welcome, everybody. This is Money, Power, and Influence podcast number 19. I can't believe we've done 19 already. Um, your host, BC, Brian Casella. I have my esteemed guest and business partner, Arash, and we're ready to drop some more bombs on you. Just to give you all an update, um, I've been booking a lot more speaking gigs lately, especially for real estate. I just booked another one. Uh, last week, I booked two for Beverly Hills to speak for the Association of Realtors. I just um, booked another one to speak at an association here, a little bit more inland. They're going to have me on a panel and uh, you know it's really it's really been blowing up lately for me, especially because of social media. And I think that's something that we can talk about today. But uh, Arash, what's up, brother? What's up with you? Yeah, man, I feel good. I feel good. I've been uh, spent a couple of months, about two months, I think now exactly, that I came back and I decided I was going to uh, get out into the world again and create a new social group and demonstrate my. Uh, skills in social sciences, and I swear to God, in two months, it's just been an unreal um, effect, so I can see what the future holds. It's daily that um, I meet new people, and I think that's actually very important if you want to be successful, because I'm famous now, but I'm famous from a grassroots movement, which is I made myself famous off of YouTube and Facebook, and now I'm uh, tapping to Instagram. You were talking about social media. And uh, just earlier today, I was I went to uh, eat, and I saw these two pretty girls. Long story short, I'm talking to four girls. I'm by myself, and I'm just killing it. You know, this is my skill. And I noticed some guy sitting at the bar, you know, about five steps down. I'm like, is that guy, like, is there something off, you know? So interaction finishes. I get two of their phone numbers, three actually, and the fourth one is working there, so I don't want to say anything. Uh, but then, as I was about to leave, the guy starts to walk towards me, and I stop and introduce himself. I said, "Yes, can I help you?" He goes, "Yeah, I watched your live lecture on Facebook on your fan page." And he goes, "I'm a fan now." And he goes, "Somebody told me about you," and I just tuned in. He goes, "And I was just watching it. That was amazing." I said, "Cool, man." I mean, I got really excited because that's the first time someone sees me from a live lecture on Facebook. <clears throat> I said, "Cool." So. Uh, I said, yeah, you know, beautiful women, that's what I do. I'm, I'm good at it. He goes, that was amazing. And then I said, well, who introduced you to me? And he goes, well, it was actually a beautiful woman. I said, what's her name? And he said some name that I'd never even fucking have heard in, ever in my life. I said, I have no idea who that is. He goes, oh, she's really pretty. And she she messaged me and said, you got to watch this guy on Facebook. So, goddamn, huh? Here we are. I'm feeling good. I'm ready to go. Got my mind blown up. And uh, let's let's take some questions and, and help people out. Yeah, that's awesome, brother. What's funny is uh, the other day, I think uh, it was the day before we uh, met for the uh, the Vortex event in Roosevelt this last weekend, which, by the way, was incredible for everybody listening. Um, you know, it was just out of this world. Every event gets better and better. But um, I remember I went out with my girlfriend just to get something to eat and just to pick up our checks for real estate. It might have been Saturday, actually, before. That's why I was a little bit late on Saturday to the event. And at the gas station, we went stop to uh, get gas. Boom! Somebody recognized me from YouTube and started talking to me. The restaurant we went to, our waiter knew me from social media. So that's another reason I brought it up, uh, you know, for for this call because, you know, as we transition into you know 2017 and beyond, uh, I love that you said the grassroots movement because I've done the same thing. You know, I went from a nobody in real estate to now with social media and YouTube just exploding onto the scene. And, uh, you know, it definitely has helped my business. I know it's helped yours. And uh, I really believe that people um, aren't really seeing it through the same lens that we are. And it's very real for you to start 
becoming somebody on social media and then become a movie star or become world famous. And, you know, some of the YouTube guys that I've met and hung out with in the last couple of months, I see them now on movies on Netflix. I see them becoming, you know, stars in, in movies. I've, I've already seen two recently. I know three personally that recently just got invited to hang out with Jay Leno and spend time uh, in his garage. Jay Leno has his own, like, show and series called Jay Leno's Garage. And now those guys are involved with him and what he's doing. So this is really like a gateway to, to, to world fame, right? And I think people still haven't made that connection yet. On top of that, you know, this podcast is about money, power, and influence. You get on the world stage like that and you have any product or service, by default you're going to make a lot of money. And, uh, you know, I wanted to pass it to you, Arash, because I wanted to hear from you kind of, you know, maybe some specific strategies you had in regards to, you know, your social media. And then maybe you can touch a little bit on the subject about, how important it is to grow and have a presence on social media, but also what you brought up about having the social dynamic and pick up skills that you have and have acquired, how important it is for people to have not only the social media, but that skill with it and what can happen when you combine them. Yeah, you know, fuck, this is it. This is our time, guys. If you're, if you're listening and you have been and you have ambition, you, you want to be known, you want to be recognized, you want to have wealth, well, that's that's what this podcast is. You know, I'm doing pretty good in life. I'm doing better than pretty good. I'm in the very high percentage of the life right now, uh, but it's just the beginning. Like, I, I literally see that I've just begun, and the future is so, so bright. It's, it's unbelievable. I know, because I know what it took to get here. I know what I'm taking, and I can see exactly. This is what trips me out, is that people, I'm, I look at them, and I'm like, do you have any fucking idea what I'm going to be in five years? Like, truly, it's taken me about 20 years to get to where I'm at. But now, I'm in the race, you see? Now I'm in. Now, now I'm in the, in the playing field. Now I'm, I'm exactly where I wanted to be, which is, I wanted to be not in the stands. I wanted to be right there where the players are. And I knew once I got my chance in there, then I was going to show what I can do. This is it. I'm literally living that. Everybody pay close attention to what's about to occur in the, within the next year, really. But in five years, it's a done deal at this point. And in regards to the social media and, and uh, what, what, what does it take? You know, like, if I was going to break something down, um, I think it's the form of entertainment right now. That's how I see Facebook. That's how I see Instagram. That's how I see YouTube. I don't think people are watching TV that much anymore, you know? So I know that people want to be entertained and uh, they want to be informed and educated, which is what my teacher Manu told me, my old teacher. So that's what I use it for. As you go on my Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, you will be entertained throughout the day. Like you're going to want to know what's going on. And there's a lot of valuable content, which is the second thing. Now, what I have that's valuable is not what you have that's valuable or what somebody else has that's valuable. I can't talk about real estate. You know, or let's say somebody out there is into, uh, I mean, as as simple as video games. You're into video games. Well, fucking start making your Facebook, your Instagram, and your YouTube, and whatever else fuck you want to get into about video games. Because there's other people who, just like you, want to have that information and be entertained by watching those games and stuff. So whatever you're into as, as a hobby or a passion or whatever, there's others like you. Just make yourself the, the source point for where people go to to get the information, to be entertained, and to be informed on what's coming up in that. that that's, that's my suggestion. Awesome, man. I love what you had to say. Um, 
you know, and I love that you brought up about people aren't watching TV anymore. I've been saying that to people now for, for months, and I really do see uh, social media, Facebook, and YouTube as kind of like the new uh, TV, and, and you hit the nail on the head, entertainment. That, that is really missed by a lot of the community trying to break out in social media. I know for a fact when people come to my YouTube and follow me, uh, they're entertained. You know, I, I draw a lot of people from the car world, the real estate world, the sales world, and that's probably the number one thing that separates me from all the other people who are in that genre on YouTube and social media is I'm more entertaining than they are, and that's why people gravitate towards me. But when we say that word entertain, I think a lot of people get confused. They think we have to be like a clown or something like that. They, they don't really get it. Um, and there's another thing that I know uh, me and you, Arash, share in common, and then I'll have you chat about this a little bit because I feel it's probably the most important thing is not only do we have the aspect of being appealing to people and entertaining, but when it comes to the subjects that we discuss and that we you know, impart our knowledge about, we're fucking good. Like we're very congruent and we have substance. And I notice a lot of people I've watched, you know, I've taken uh, 10, 15 minutes out of certain days sometimes just to go on YouTube and Facebook and look at some other people who were, for example, involved in real estate, and I watched their videos, and after like a minute, I'm like, who is this guy, man? Like, he's horrible, right? And when I look at the, just the level of knowledge that I get for free on YouTube, I'm like, dude, I blow everybody out of the water, plus my expertise in these fields is world-class compared to all these other people, and I know that ultimately, ultimately is what really hooks people and, and basically what molds them into what we would call like a raving fan, like, wow, I really like this guy, I back him up, he's great. Like uh, when I spoke in San Diego a month ago, I announced it on social media. They told me the people who organized the event that our session, that our hour session, had three or four times as many people in it than any other session that went on that day. And, and there was at least 15 or 20 sessions that day happening at that association. There was standing room only. There was like 100 seats. They were all full. And we had about probably another 40 or 50 people standing like literally around. It was It was insane. And they said they'd never packed a place like that. And I know it's because of social media, number one, and number two, it's because of that 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 just level of expertise and a world class in that subject. So I know when I go speak somewhere or if I make a video, if I talk about real estate and some of the other things that I know, I know that information is gold for anybody watching. I know people who have been following me who have not spent a penny on any of my stuff, but just been following my five or six hundred YouTube videos and now I hear that they're in Florida or Connecticut or Minnesota and they're selling 40, 50 homes a year, making three, 400 grand a year, and they haven't even invested a penny in the higher level knowledge, right? So I'm going to pass it to you, Arash, because that's something that really drew me to you is when I heard you speak and, and heard the level of intelligence that you had, it really fascinated me and it drew me towards you, and that's really what ultimately hooked me and got me so interested in you know, becoming your friend and later on your business partner. So um, is, is there anything you can say to the audience regarding that or maybe some tips you could give people who are entering social media in their business and they want to achieve that level of just being world-class and expert? Yeah, the challenge for Manu, my teacher to me, has always been be the best and fuck the rest. So you guys got to be the best at what you do. And this is a this is a daily activity, but if you have a passion for what you do, you know, that's the difference. I love what I, man, I love what I do. I tell you, I have been rewarded, BC, I have been rewarded so greatly since, um, what's each other Saturday, right? Saturday. Saturday, I was already being fucking rewarded in the lecture with, with the way things were going, as you could see. And there was incidents where, oh, you guys didn't see it. You came late. There was just incidents where it was like, it, it truly looked like I had paid people to act a certain way because it was like, I mean, the, 
people's jaws were on the floor. Like, this is not real that this just happened. So that was Saturday. We got into Sunday, and I topped it. By Sunday night, I've had a lot of pretty unbelievable experiences in my life when it comes to social dynamics and situations and stuff like that. And when I die, Sunday night in Los Angeles, will go down as one of the most incredible nights I've ever had in my life. Like, that's how incredible it was. That was Sunday. So they were talking on Wednesday, and I catch myself prior to walking into this place today, um, like, what am I doing here at fucking 1230? I'm going to this, like, bar pizza place, right? I know they have cute girls, but... And I catch my, my mind almost going to adult mode, and I do what I do mentally, and next thing you know, I, when I'm, by the time I leave... I was literally driving, I was literally talking out loud in the car and just saying, fucking thank you, whoever or whatever the fuck is guiding my actions, uh, whatever, I mean, I just don't, I don't get it, bro, I don't get it, I don't get it, besides, like, I have continued to invest every ounce of me into my art form, and I still do, I'm still right now doing it, right now, in this moment, even right before I was studying, and so... Be the best, fuck the rest. That's, you guys, you find what you're passionate about and just go. I mean, you know, we have a, a friend of ours, Chris, Yogi Chris. And I remember when, you know, um, a while back when I first met him and I see him now. And I knew without a doubt when I first met him that he was going to be world-renowned for yoga. I just knew this because the way he talked to me about yoga and what it had done for him. And when I was observing him for a couple of days, I just thought to myself, okay, Right now, he's a nobody in yoga, but he's going to continue, and then he'll be somebody in yoga. Then he'll be the guy in yoga. Then he'll be the fucking authority. It's just a matter of time catching up to his passion, if that makes any sense. So you guys, you want to go, you want to go for that, you know, goal. You want to go for that number one spot, knowing that you're not, maybe not always going to be in number one. You know, I, I try to keep my position number one, and I work really hard to create an enormous gap between myself and others. And that's great. But the point being that you, you have to be a competitor in this thing. You know what I mean? You have to be a competitor. You got to fucking, you have to have a sense of competition in you that you want to go and win. If you don't want to do that, you can't be successful in business. You can't be successful in anything that, that requires energy and others are going to try to stop you. So, same thing with social media. Though you would have to do the same thing. You'd have to get in there and put some real content out there. Real content out there meaning what? Like, it could even be really entertaining, you see? There's channels that have way more hits than I do, and all they have is just entertainment. There's nothing there besides entertainment. People value entertainment. Regardless of what it is, find your niche, find your niche, or whatever the word is for that, and go. Go all the way, and until you die, do it. And one day, you'll be the top person. That's the formula for me. Beautiful, man. Uh, real quick, if you guys have any questions... Press star two to raise your hand, and we'll get to your questions. I know I already have one. So, uh, listener, if you could uh, state your question loud and clear, please. Yes. Hi, uh, Arash. I had a question for you. Um, I it's very obvious that you're a celebrity, you're well-known, and you're gradually growing. Um, my question is, when you come across people that are fans or they idolize you so much, um, and you're you're somebody that wants to uh, influence people to 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 be the best. Um, how do you influence them to uh, to idolize themselves? Um, if if you think or if you see that it's like it's overwhelming, like an overwhelming fan. 
I don't I don't get them to idolize themselves, and it doesn't. It's not a concern of mine. Um, it's just not. Uh, my first concern when I come across a person of that much interest and enthusiasm is just to make it socially comfortable because it's actually uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for me, and it's uncomfortable for other people watching. So my first thing, I, I try to just somehow calibrate using my communication, body language, and controlling the person's energy because it's a little too much. Uh, then immediately, I mean, it's almost simultaneous. It's Well, it is. It's happening at the same time as I'm doing that. Another thing is taking place. I am 100%. Listen carefully, everybody. Welcome to the channel where the wolves are talking and lions. I am definitely in that moment using that moment to promote myself to everybody else who's watching. And it, I just did it. I just did it. You know, it started with me recognizing some chick at the bar. I used that one to uh, talk to a, a very, very pretty blonde girl. Then I brought them to, you know, you've seen me out before. So then all three of us are sitting together. I used us three talk to the bartender who was a beautiful girl that led me into the hostess now I have the hostess the bartender and the two girls but I was using every interaction then suddenly this fucking guy comes up again as if I was being gifted by, with something and he recognizes me uh, from Facebook and as okay so that was a little weird but as it was going on I was using that moment to promote myself to these girls so before I left one of the girls the hostess gave me her number she wants to be on um on the live broadcast I'm doing tonight at 10.45 p.m. So I'm not concerned that they idolize themselves. Like, why? why? Why should they idolize themselves? Let me ask you something. They know themselves pretty good. I don't know them. They know themselves so well, and they don't idolize themselves. So now I'm going to push onto somebody who knows himself so well and doesn't think highly of himself that he should think highly of himself? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's not my business if people think highly of themselves or not. It is my business to teach what I know inspire with my own life and to demonstrate the accuracy and validity of my teaching. That's all I'm doing. Meanwhile, living a life that in my own estimation is worthy of living. I'm I'm truly doing nothing else. And that includes this podcast, that includes any event you've ever seen me do. Right? I'm just demonstrating the validity of my own thoughts and ideas in my own life. I'm inspiring others to say, look, I'm doing this. I wonder what you can do. And I'm teaching my skills. Outside of that, I don't I, I don't I don't give a shit. I've tried too many times. I think it's a it's a trap that people fall into when they first start helping people is you start helping the wrong people. The wrong people meaning what? Some some people I mean a chicken is not gonna fly like an eagle no matter how hard it flaps its wings. It's just not. It's impossible. It is not possible for a chicken to jump that high to fly that high. So I gotta make sure who's talking to me. If it's a chicken then the chicken can admire itself for being a chicken, but I'm not a chicken. So I'm not going to bring myself to chicken level. I'm just going to make sure the chicken understands that uh, maybe, he's not, maybe, maybe he's not reaching full chicken potential. <laughs> so I can push that on him. But I'm sure it's fuck not going to tell him to do ego potential. Some of the stuff that I do when it comes to my you, okay, I would like to see somebody try to do a YouTube video like me. There will be more people banning them and feminists attacking them than they could even, they, they would be shocked at the amount of emails they'll get. And no, nobody fucks with me. Nobody fucks with me. I'd like to see somebody try in business what I do. They'll go out of business next day. I'd like to see somebody fucking try with women the way I interact when I'm outside. They're going to get slapped 60 times. No way. Because that's me, or this is me and that's them. But they can be inspired to do it. So I've seen enough YouTube channels. Some of my friends on my business associates even have used my way of doing uh, speeches 
to inspire in themselves their way of doing speeches that makes them a badass. I'm a bad motherfucker when I talk, but they can't be me. But then suddenly you see somebody else doing it, and they're a bad motherfucker too. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I got bad motherfucker in my friend. That's how I deal with it. Great answer, man. Um, our next caller looks like you're from Florida. Is that you, Chris? Yeah, it's me, Florida, Florida Chris. I guess I'm always Florida Chris until I change my number. And I super appreciate the shout out of Rosh because that was that moved me a little bit. Of, you know, flashbacks of early days of training with you. And uh, well, my question is, uh, I actually had two questions. One was, I have I do a lot of private clients, and I mean, I, I do a lot of sessions with private clients. And uh, sometimes they get really, they're really stuck in their story. They're, like, really stubborn about it, like, of, as far as what suffering they're going through or, or whatnot. And I want to help. I don't want to have a client that uh, is um, always in that story. Like, I, I want the client to outgrow me in a way. I want them to improve and so they don't need my help anymore. And so I want to influence that in a way that's not very uh, – I don't want to be weak, but I don't want to be like overbearing. Like, no, you need this. This, this is the way to change the story. And so I was curious your take on uh, when working with private clients that they're stubborn in their story. Uh, some some ways of thinking about influencing them. And then in regards to the YouTube video, uh, balancing entertainment with like the knowledge that I'm sharing. So I I do research, like Brian said, he actually turned me on to the researching other people that are very successful in the subjects that I'm trying to teach, and uh, I know my content is up there, but things aren't super taking off. I know it takes time and consistency, and so I'm doing that, but I'm wondering, any tips on balancing, like, the entertainment factor uh, with the content? Those are my questions. Cool. All right. Uh, I can jump on this one first. In regards to your clients, Chris, um, you know, uh, I, I kind of run into the same, I guess you can say, challenge and issue when I'm dealing with my clients in real estate. There's a line, and this is just my experience and my uh, strategy that I'll share with you. I draw a line. You know, some people, um, you know, have these stories and all these things, but when it comes to a business-to-business transaction, I draw a very, very definite line. And if their story impedes with the delivery of my service, then I will address it. If it's just their story in their own world and I can deliver my product, my service to them, and it doesn't affect it, then I leave it alone. I will only deal with what I have to deal with because in a business-to-business relationship, they're not my girlfriend, they're not a good friend of mine, and I don't want to cross that barrier. That's just the way I run my business personally, okay? Now, regarding YouTube, um, that's a great question, man. And that's something I've played around with frequently. Um, I, For example, if I do a video where I just sit behind the camera in my studio, in my home studio, I could do that same video inside of my car and it'll get more hits, right? So I think the the matter of entertainment versus uh, the education and information aspect, that's going to be a formula you have to play with and it's going to depend on your audience. My audience is salespeople, business people, and people that are in cars. So I do a fusion of all of them and I give them scenery and things that are familiar and likable to them while still delivering the information. And uh, same thing for me. I have such a strong storyline running that normally in conversation, it's going to be very difficult for somebody to keep their storyline. It's been, if they, okay, if they insist on keeping their fucking limitations, and I have 
already, let's say, mentioned a few times some subject, then I let them go because that is just not going to happen. You know, I, I, I'm a master of persuasion and influence. But a big part of that is I recognize that I cannot influence and persuade anybody who doesn't want to be persuaded and influenced. That's what makes me so fucking lethal. I'm also a master of seduction, but I don't seduce a woman who doesn't want to be seduced. So I always say, you know, maybe one day I'll meet that woman who I can't seduce, but I haven't met her yet. You know, I've added 100% every woman I ever wanted, literally every woman I've ever wanted I've gotten. And I know by virtue of there's no um, absolutes in the world that, that that can't go on forever. But in fact, I was just talking about this last night, and the, the new uh, product I've come out called Abracadabra, June 2nd, and I was doing a lecture for it last night. And a part of it, we hit on the subject. I said, I realized as I was teaching that maybe the reason I've had 100% is because I seduce the women who want to be seduced. And prior to seducing them, I make a judgment about it. So in regards to clients changing, I only change clients that want to change. If they don't, fuck them. I, I can't change them. It's going to be a, a loss, and I can't deal with it. You know, I can't deal with the idea of me helping somebody and it didn't work because it does work. They didn't work. My shit works. They didn't work. And then finally on YouTube, I'm really just starting to get it. I don't have, like, so many hits on YouTube. I'm, I'm that weird, uh, weird is the wrong word, but I'm a unique way of being famous. My YouTube videos, they have 5,000, 6,000, I think. Uh, not too much. And followers, not that much. But it's interesting. I am very much recognized everywhere. And the following that I have, is strong. Like they call you know they call me a cult leader. I'm not a cult leader, but I do have a cult like following. So I still haven't figured out how the numbers will explode. I figured out Facebook. Now I consistently get in the thousands, um, and uh, I think I know what it is, but I won't comment on it yet until I know 100% what it is, and I should know within the next two uh, recordings. I'm going to do them tonight, and by the next one, if, if I've predicted correctly, I should get the numbers I'm looking for, and then I know what it is. So that's my answer. Thank you. All right, guys. Um, that's all the questions I have for today. Uh, is there any ending notes or any last information you want to give, Arash, before we end this episode? Yeah, totally. I have a few things. I'll go quickly. Daily coaching from me on a level you can't even imagine. It's called Diamond Mind. It's arashzapar.com. A-R-A-S-H-Z-E-P-A-R.com. People's lives are changing every day as I coach you through communication, uh, mental mastery, subconscious mind, um, confidence, seduction, things like that. Arasapar.com, 97 bucks a month. That's nothing. Everybody can do that, okay? Then we have uh, June, March, April, May, June, June 20th or so, right around the 23rd or 24th, somewhere around there. Don't know the exact date. will be the next big live event here in San Jose, and it's called Inception Beyond Mind Control. And I just tell you right now, you have never, ever, ever seen anything like what I'm going to teach. And I'm only going to take 15 guys, 15 girls. You don't have to come live. You could watch it online, okay? And uh, if you want to do it, you can start talking to me now because it's the first time I'm fully announcing what it is. So we got the Inception. we got the Diamond Mind. And um, fuck it. That's it. Follow me on Instagram, Arash Zapar IMC. Arash Is that it? Arash Zapar IMC? Oh, don't quote me. I don't know. That's it for me. Yeah, that's it, brother. Harash the Par MC. That's correct. I'm also, for everybody listening, a part of Diamond Mind. It, it is incredible. 
Uh, final plug for me, I have a product coming out June 1st called Supreme Intelligence. Highly recommend you get it. My last product got a ton of reviews, and I switched it up a little bit compared to how I normally do my products, and this one was well-received. Second to that, uh, Close the Deal, which is a program I run specifically designed to help people get into business and make money quickly. Uh, my accolades speak for themselves, and as we speak right now, I'm in the process of purchasing my first of many Lamborghinis, so if you need proof that I'm making money, there it is. Uh, but again, episode number 19, thank you all for coming and listening live, and for all of you who are watching this episode later, tune in next week, Wednesday, 5.15 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we will take your questions live. Arash, thank you, brother. We'll see you guys. Thank you. Bye.